This is the show for creative entrepreneurs who have a message to share and want to live a life of freedom. Learn how to grow your network and net worth. Hear from exciting guests and more. My name is Dylan Schmidt and welcome to Digital Podcaster. I'm happy to be with you here today. It won't be a long episode. The title of today's episode is If You Struggle With Consistency, Do This. And I really want to speak to everyone out there, even if you don't feel like you struggle with consistency. I do speak with a lot of people who do. And here's what it comes down to. Consistency, especially when we're talking about um, whatever goal it is you want to do. I'm super consistent. Let's just say that. Let's put it out there. I am a super consistent person. I publish content every day. I've been doing this podcast nonstop since I started. Never missed a day. I don't miss an email. If I set my mind to something, I don't think I I rarely miss, which probably means I probably should set bigger goals. That's neither here nor there. Um, Or yeah, I don't know. Let's, let's not psychoanalyze me for a second. Let's psychoanalyze you. No, just kidding. Um, (laughs) So uh, consistency though, let's talk about consistency and we're not going to talk about, you know, this isn't going to get super deep today, but I do want to talk about like consistency with your podcast, consistency with your content. Maybe it's consistency with your side hustle Maybe you're trying to get your business off the ground. All of it comes down to consistency, right? Without consistency, it's going to be hard to have, to see any results in the thing that you're trying to do, unfortunately. The good news is, though, is that consistency isn't about doing a bunch of things. It's just about doing the right things at the right time. And like I mentioned, because I'm so consistent, I thought it would be a good idea Uh, for both of us, to share why I believe I've been so successful in my consistency uh, realm of my life for the past uh, number of years. Like I really stay consistent. I haven't had much of a struggle with it uh, now that I think for the last 10 plus years of staying consistent because I'm really good at something when I stick to it. But what is it, though, that has made me stay so consistent when I set my mind to it? Um, and yeah, sure. There's times where I'm not consistent in every area and everything. I'm not trying to say I'm perfect by any means. I'm talking about some (laughs) high key subjects here, like publishing content. There's always ways I can improve. There's always things I could do better. Not saying that, but at the end of the day, you know, if you want to do something, I don't know. Why am I, why am I even sharing, you know, trying to justify what this is? So, (laughs) uh, consistency. What I found for myself when it comes down to consistency is doing the boring things. There's a lot of boring things out there, especially let's use podcasting example. There's a lot of boring things when it comes to the editing, the publishing. And, you know, boring is is in the eye of the beholder. Some people really like editing audio. I'm not a big fan of editing audio, and that's what I was trained in years ago. And that's, you know, what is, I'm still not a big fan of it. People obsess over it. Um, Other people don't really like finding guests or other people don't like doing the marketing part, right? Um, Unfortunately, when it comes to podcasting, you have to be consistent in each area of the podcast to really see results. Um, And if you haven't seen results, I, I mean, it's either you haven't been consistent in an area or you just don't know how to do that thing And I would suggest maybe getting some help in that thing that maybe you're not seeing the results in, in that area, if that makes sense. Um, You know, sometimes you just need to stick with something longer 
And other times you need, you've been sticking with something and you haven't been seeing the results that you expect to see by now. So at that point is when you want to get help and realize, like, just be able to ask somebody like, what the heck is going on? I'm doing, I'm staying consistent, but I'm still not seeing results. So consistency isn't always the best thing either. You could be consistently sticking with bad habits that don't set you up for success. You know, Um, you could be consistently wasting hours watching TV uh, with no actual like payoff um, or, you know, nothing that, you know, it's not even relaxing at that point. It's actually done the opposite effect, which just drains you. Um, You know, we all have these like pros and cons. I don't think we need to be chasing a constant high all the time of like, I'm in this never ending improvement and it's always just going to be up and up and up, right? No, that's not natural for life. There's highs and lows. Um, There's an ebb and flow to life that we all uh, have to embrace whether we like it or not. So sometimes staying consistent, you also have to stay consistent to the right things. Um, One thing that's helped me though, with staying consistent, even to the right things and, and going with that ebb and flow is just simply consistently looking at myself, like examining how am I doing? Because I'm human. I'm not a robot as much as it seems like it. Um, But I have to treat myself like I am not a robot and I am a human that has natural, you know, things come up in life. I can't always be pushing the RPMs to the highest degree to just, you know, burn through and whatever it is, if I'm working or even like that, because then there's always, you know, an ebb and flow. You work really hard. You also need to balance that out with relaxing and taking your mind off work, right? So there is that ebb and flow and consistently building it into the schedule is important as well. So while there are times for doing something, recognize that there are times for not doing something. And that's something I'm always working on with myself. You know, while I have been, you know, consistent at publishing, um, I try my best. I try to be super aware. And that comes from that consistently looking at myself of like, where do I need to force myself to take a break where do I need to force myself to go to the gym? Um, because those things aren't fun, but I'm not talking to my inner voice in my head. Like I, uh, basing, basically I'm not making an, an emotional decision. Um, when I'm talking about doing certain things, when it comes to being consistent, there are a million reasons why I could not do something, but I'm always looking for the one non-emotional reason why I need to do something and then just doing it, just committing to it. If I find myself going, I don't really feel like if there's no, if the the word feel is in there and it's something that I've committed to myself, I know that I'm already going to lose because at that point it's become a decision or it's become a um, conversation inside my head. That's not no longer about the task of what needs to get done. It's about how I'm feeling. But again, I'm human, not a robot. So examining myself, is this something that can be pushed off or you know, delegated, or if this is something that isn't as an urgent as maybe I think it should be and being real about that, like being real with myself, am I actually feeling this way? Or if I'm, am I just like wanting to check out? Cause if I can just check out or, you know, be offline or, or online, really just scroll TikTok or YouTube or something for 20 minutes. And that's what I need to then get back in the groove. Cool. Um, you know, it's different for everybody. Some people are like, I need to hop on video games. Some people are like, I need to read a book, go for a walk. That's cool too. But for myself, um, just being consistently aware of how I'm feeling and really trying to bring that into the forefront of 
my day. Um, but it doesn't rule the day. It doesn't dictate what I do next. doesn't dictate my to-do list or what needs to get done. It just helps me stay more focused, if that makes sense. Uh, because I'm aware of, you know, what needs to get done. And again, that's not an emotional decision. Um, so I do meet a lot of people too, that are such like high achievers and they have such big aspirations, whether they own a business or whether they, you know, are an employee, but then maybe they want to work, you know, they have a side hustle or they're trying to transition out of that stuff. Um, and I think one of the things that I see with a lot of people is that they, and this is kind of what I was talking about earlier, they consistently will stick with something like they're great at it, but they're not seeing the results and they've almost stuck with it too long. Like you also have to know when it's time to shake up the boat, whether that is, you know, reorganizing your schedule or redoing the way you do something. Um, So it's knowing when to stick with something and knowing when not to stick with something. And that is a skill in itself. Like consistency is so much more than just doing something over and over and over again, because I've learned something uh, a few years ago, but it's coming back up for me as I'm systematizing content clips, uh, my new business. If I haven't shared with that, it's like we take, basically we make micro content from long form content for social media. Um, And that requires systematizing the process, right? Because when you scale it, you can't really scale. uh, uh, I mean, it's not a good idea to like scale emotion inside of a business, right? That's not the, what you want to do. You want to make it like a, an assembly line and a process, not an emotional process, right? Certain things need to have like where the input is needs to be one way and the output needs to be the other way. And it needs to be very consistent. And it's come back up to me lately when I think about systematizing things is, you know, how that process breaks down and what is going to be able to maintain that consistency. And it all comes down to the processes but evaluating and examining those processes is like vitally important when it comes to actually getting the result that you desire. This is actually sounding like in my head, as I'm saying this out loud, it sounds a bit complicated, but I swear it's really not right. Or hopefully you're following with me. Um, But you've got to, you've got to examine the input that you're putting in because that's going to affect the output. Right? So let's use again, content clips as an example if I get if I don't do my due diligence for examining the type of content that is coming into content clips, it's going to have a bad output. Like it won't have the output that I am intending it to have because that's not the intention of content clips. Like if someone I've had people lately like, oh, this seems perfect for like a gaming channel, like they they're gaming on Twitch or, or something like that. And they're like, yeah, that's long form content. I stream for an hour. And then you could take that. And I'm like, I can't actually, because there's very little talking. I, I'm not skilled. I don't have any expertise in that area. So the output wouldn't be what I promised, basically. Like it wouldn't be optimized for social media because I don't even know how, I don't even know where the exciting parts of that are. Like I play a little bit of, I play one video game. I'm not like a great video gamer. It's been years. So if I don't do my due, due diligence in the beginning, from the very beginning and say, you know, like I have to ask, like, why am I taking in this content to to form into like a little piece? 
Um, if I don't ask that question, then like the whole process gets crumbled, right? And then the output is then not what I wanted it to be. It's like putting something in the oven, but not reading the instructions or like asking if you're hungry, you just randomly put something in the oven and then it comes out and you're like, Oh, this is, I can't eat this. I can't, I can't, I can't do anything with this. It's just food. Um, similar thing happens when you're doing content as well, right? If you, if you don't look at like, Oh, this video has all these graphics over it. Well, we can't chop that up. So it's funny. Like what seems like very simple, you just, oh, you just take this thing and whip it up really requires the right eye in the beginning uh, on the input side before you even get down. And so many times people will look at what they're putting out. They're like I did it. I put out this thing and whether it is getting the result intended or not, I would say more often than not, it's not getting the intended result that they're hoping for. So what do they get? They're like, oh, it didn't work, but I'll just keep doing it because maybe I'll get a different result. And what, you know what happens? Like, rarely does it happen that what you want because you have to keep examining the input of what's going in and uh and sometimes you have to keep examining it or sometimes you know you you have that clarity in the beginning sometimes you're not even clear on what you need to do and you just have to have any input go in to get any output and then once you see what you've made then you can tweak that a little bit um but it's it's been it's been interesting to see with the uh, content clips because um I, I've really had to say no a lot uh, more than I guess I thought I would because I, I've, I guess with podcasts in general, it's pretty straightforward. Um, but as I, all I did was make one post on, on social media and I've gotten a lot of people contacting me and um, been able to work with some awesome people. Uh, at the same time, I'm like, hmm, it's been very interesting because I can't scale if like I get the wrong footage. Basically I had all these gaming companies for example, come to me and we're like, Dylan, this is amazing idea. Here's our video game footage. Again, I'd be like, sorry, I don't have the system set up for this. And I don't have the desire to set up for this either. Like that's not what lights me up. What lights me up is taking people that are sharing their message, sharing something on their heart, sharing something that they're going through, teaching something like just talking conversations and then turning that in and like highlighting that into something that's shareable with other people on social media, it's taking that macro and making it micro. Um, and in a way, when you take something and make it micro, you're almost making that macro in a way too, because you're blowing up this one little piece of the conversation and turning that into something that people can focus on. And it creates a whole new conversation. And in that whole new conversation, you can do a lot of cool things with it, but it all starts at the input. So if I had to distill it down, I would say consistency really comes down to the input and being aware of that input too, right? I'm looking again, looking at myself, I go like, how am I feeling or what is my approach on the situation? That's examining the input. Cause I am my own input. If that makes sense. Wow. That did get a little bit deeper than I thought it would. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, something that's been heavy, like on my mind, uh, especially like this week. So that's why I wanted to share it. Um, if you do struggle with consistency, or if you've never viewed consistency or you have some thoughts on this, I would love to hear it. Um, send me a message on, on uh, socials. It's at digital podcaster um, or hello at digitalpodcaster.com. If you want to email me, it's cool too. say hi, um, mean the world to me. If you would drop a rating and review for the episode, that's all I got. I will talk to you soon.